heroes. Highlights and hardships with Triple M's Rush Hour. Welcome back to the Rush Hour, the Three H's podcast. Hero, hardship and highlight. And we have Jay Arrow right with us right now. Big fella, talk us through your hero. You can have a couple if you want, on field, off field. Just those people that you want to tell people about that have been so important to you. I think first and foremost, you know, mum and dad, obviously growing up, you know, taking you to trainings, that's something as a player now that I look back, it would have been hard at the time having to juggle, you know, i got two sisters as well who were playing netball and so obviously mum and dad, but player-wise, I loved Gordon Tallis and Corey Parker. They were two right. people. Gordy was someone who was so aggressive and so feared on the field that as a kid growing up, you think, buddy, oh, that'd be unreal. That'd be so cool. Imagine being that feared. Yeah. Um, as a player and then Cosa as well because I love the way he played the game. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to play with him and learn a little bit off him. And um, So, yeah, those two If you look well. at his record, Corey's record, it's an unbelievable record. Plus, he was a goal kicker as well. Yeah. Do you think he gets enough respect for that record? Yeah, well, that's a definitely a good question. I think if anyone plays over 300 Three, he He's plays basically 350, 340 yeah. odd or something games. Playing over 350 games in the middle, respectively. And then um, kicking goals. And then kicking goals, doing all that. Yeah. Um, and he's yeah. still pretty handsome. Obviously, he played for his country, played for his state, won a comp. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely done it all, Cosa. And he probably doesn't um, get the, I suppose, the respect that he deserves. Yeah, the love, yeah. Jai, can you remember the first time you met Gordon Tellers? Nah, I remember shaking his hand and going, wow, that's a big hand. Yeah. <laughs> He's a monster of a hand. How old were you then, you reckon? Oh, I would have been. Uh, coming through the ranks. Yeah, coming through the ranks kind of thing. Age-wise, I, I couldn't exactly tell you. But, yeah, I do I do remember him shaking my hand and going, wow, that's a, that's a big human being. That's a big man. <laughs> yeah. I remember you coming through there at the Broncos and I thought, this, this kid's going to be good here for a long time because the Broncos can find a young forward. So, you know, you've got guys like Shane Webke and, uh, you know, obviously you're talking about Corey Parker. Gordon, tell us, what's the pressure like for a young forward coming to that Broncos system? I suppose, you know, seeing how successful the Broncos were, you know, in, in your era, Del, yeah. that as a player you want to be successful. So, and... I suppose going through the ranks and things like that, um, they demanded success. Yep. And that's what we learned about as, you know, as young kids coming through that, you know, you're at the Brisbane Broncos, we want, we demand success kind of thing. So I wouldn't say it was daunting, but it was sort of in the back of my mind going, well, I don't want to let this, you know, let this club down. I don't want to let my teammates down. It was, it was definitely, a, it wasn't a hard thing to do, but it, it definitely made me, I guess, more aware of, of what I had to do as a player there. Yeah, for sure. And the high standards that required. For people that don't know, why are you at the Rabbitohs and still not at the Broncos? What was the – was there anything there that you can tell us about? Was it a salary cap issue or was it you just wanting to get away from Brizzy? Um, no, nah, so I just signed with the Titans. Yeah. So I was at Brisbane for the two years and then I had to go in. I was, you know, not stuck behind, but there was boys that were say in front of me that were high quality playing origin, playing for Australia forwards. And I just feel like for me, I had to, you know, I suppose leave the club and go somewhere where I was able to potentially be able to play NRL week in and week out and right. cement a starting spot. And um, one thing led to another. And then, you know, midway through my first year at the Titans, I was playing origin and, and then, you know, two and a half, three years later, I, made the decision to come down to South. That wasn't – you're probably going to think I'm lying when I say this, but it wasn't It wasn't the money. Um, for me, 
it was, you know, I'll always take this to when I retire, but the day I start playing the game for money is the day I retire. Mm. So I think, um, you know, for me it was I wanted to win a comp and where I felt like I was best I was going to be able to do that was down here in Sydney. And, and that's no disrespect to, no, um, no. you know, right. Brisbane or the Titans or yeah. anything like that. But, you know, at that point in time I just felt like it was the right move for me and decided to come down here and, and I've made it home. Uh, you know, I bought a house in Maroubra and, mm. yeah, I, I love it down here. I love the eastern suburbs and I'm I'm – you know, a K and a half away from training as well. So, just since you said you're not going to, uh, not going to worry about money, um, can you come and play for the Roosters for nothing? <laughs> We've got well, a little bit of room under. Yeah, apparently, our apparently, a few of them do. How good is that? Yeah, fighting words, Joy. I mean, what was it like as a Queensland kid growing up and then getting to play in the Origin Arena for yourself? Uh, it, it's a pretty surreal feeling. Obviously, Dell's done it as well, and it's. I remember walking in the first time to camp and seeing the likes of um, – I'll never forget it, mate. I opened the door and I saw G.I. and Billy Slater and I just – I dead set, <laughs> like started pinching myself going, this can't be real. <laughs> this is pretty surreal feeling. And and then when you – I think the, the most – or the best part for me is the whole camp where I'm just in awe of being able to play for my state and when you walk into the sheds, you see your family name and who you're representing and – you talk a lot about, you know, you're not just representing, you know, your team, you're representing the whole of Queensland. And what that team means to that state, it's it's hard to, I suppose, describe until, uh, I don't know if you agree, Del, as soon as you run out at Suncorp Stadium and how Definitely. they're lunatics. Oh, hey, they, it's, yeah. the, it's one of the best things, feelings ever. It gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Mm. Yeah, see, you got to run out at Suncorp. It was Lane Park back in my day, so there was still the outers and all that. And I remember being 14 or 15 going to watch on Origin, and I had favourite players. Like, I love Queensland, but then also I love, like, Freddie and uh, Bradley Clyde. Bradley Clyde's one of my favourites. I remember Bradley Clyde scored a try, and I was just being a fan, and I, and I, and I went, yeah, like Clyde, let's... And this full can of 4X beer <laughs> comes flying across, flying past my afro. And then at that stage, my, I realised what Origin you, was about. Did you have, did did you have oh, the uh, yeah. guy Sebastian? Oh, yeah. When I said him forward, I had the big pro, brother. Oh, yeah. We oh, need to Gordy used to call him microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Gordy, Gordy and um, Joe used to call him microphone. Yeah. That is gold. <laughs> like, Jude spoke about that particular moment. Would that be your highlight, or is there another highlight that you'd like to talk about? Oh, my career. I think my, the. the you know, as a player, I love winning. So that 2020 Origin Series, winning my first Origin Series, that was, you know, the highlight for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was Yeah, it was unbelievable. What was it like to be – like you spoke about, you know, just pinching yourself and stuff, running out, but actually that moment when you knew that you'd won it, what was that moment like for you? Oh, I went absolutely – I don't think I've <laughs> screamed so much in my life and because I remember – so I ran – we, I was on the bench at the time and I ran and just like literally jumped on the boys. But then the, um, New South Wales had challenged. So then we've all had to go back, <laughs> sit, down, <laughs> sit down and wait for this challenge to obviously happen. And the game was over and then we finally went, oh, you beauty. We so won. you had two cracks at the, at the, <laughs> yeah, at the run and jump. Yeah. <laughs> had two cracks at that big hug. That is so, so yeah. good. And what about obviously across a, a career and, and life in general, it's all tops and tails at different stages, but... Was there any hardships that you've had to endure maybe away from the field or, or on field? Yeah, absolutely. I think the one for me, it was probably one of the most challenging times in my life was the, you know, the origin scandal yeah. thing. Mm. That 
Um, yeah, so for people that don't don't know, you basically went out when you shouldn't have gone out or came back a little later than you yeah, should have. Yeah, we'll go, as, we'll go with that. We'll go. We'll, yeah. we'll, we've all done it, but it doesn't matter. We've all done well, it. You've done um, it. Yeah, no, we've all done it. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved to have been Origin Camp to, yeah. to, to have done it. but well, We're in the bubble at the moment. And yeah. I decided to break the rules, basically, and it was COVID breach and, and whatnot. And, you know, I happened to literally be escorted in a limo because I wasn't allowed to fly home from the Gold Coast oh, all the way to Maroubra and then obviously being scrutinised through the media, which, which you know, now, at the time, I understood the scrutiny that was going to come with it and, and things like that and it is what it is now, but, you know, having to call, you know, my family and everyone's on my phone was obviously going berserk. Blowing up, yeah. Yeah, so it was, at the time... It was tough because I had to call up and basically say, mate, well, I've stuffed up. Yeah. And, you know, throughout that time, it doesn't feel good when you're on the wrong side of the media mm. and, you know, you're being obviously called an idiot and this and what that. But, yeah, well, look, that was definitely one of the toughest times I've gone through in my life. Can I ask you, as, as a player and obviously the pressure of social media, and I say this regularly to Freddie and Joe, and that we wouldn't have survived in this day and age with you guys. <laughs> but, um, and, you know, uh, the impact, too, of Cole Turner, like, you know, being at South. So I'm not sure if he was there when you there was a crossover there. No, or, no, Yeah, no. but just the impact that it had this year as well because, you know, around that time, too, some things changed. I know that some yeah. of the boys here hit him hard. I was speaking a lot to Kerry about it and that. Yeah, absolutely, it did. It, it was heartbreaking for the club. You know, someone who was there for a fairly long yeah. time, won the grand final with them in 2014, become, you know, obviously close mates with still a lot of boys that are in that side yeah. who were absolutely heartbroken. And I know there's a fundraiser of him. Yeah, I so saw the boys. I would, yeah. yeah, I'd love for, you know, whoever is listening to this to, if they can contribute in any way or, or manner, would be much appreciated because I know there's a, a fundraiser for Kyle and his family. Three kids, though, three kids under. We'll make sure we yeah. put all the details yeah. out actually on the day on our actual show. Yes, yeah, not okay, on the beautiful. Podcast, so we'll, um, we'll make sure we beautiful. get that sorted out. Yeah, it was definitely a tough time oh. for, for those boys. And, you know, I didn't know him too well, obviously played against him, but, you know, it, it hurts, especially for those boys that have had to go through a lot for sure. The difficulty that you spoke about, the hardship and so forth, coming out of that now and looking back at it, you never make that mistake again? Is that a maturity thing for you and you think overall you'll be a better bloke for it or is it just in you, you know? Like I know these blokes, they love to party and so forth. It's hey, just in, well, a well, well, just well. in a lot of rugby league <laughs> blokes and <laughs> AFL blokes to enjoy themselves because you're under that much bloody pressure all the time. I don't want to jinx myself, but I've definitely matured as a person, mm. um, as a human being and as a man. I'd like to say that there's no way that I, I don't – you know what, stuff it. I, I will not be involved in anything like that again. And, you know, I refuse to be. I've definitely learned a lot. That was something where I had to wake up to myself mm. and think, you know, I'm not 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Um, I'm only human. And when I'm yeah. doing the wrong things, I understand as well that I'm in the spotlight and this is what comes with it. So yeah. it was time for me to grow up, even though I probably haven't grown up fully. No, um, no well, you don't need to do that It's time for me to grow either. up and stop doing stupid things like yeah. that. But there'll be young Sense. players looking up to you and that sort of stuff yeah. now. It's important. Yeah. Like it's just, it shows. Like there's always these times in a career that you have to sort of it's step a, up yeah. another level. It's right? no, having a sensible centre, you know, still having yeah. good time and no phones and all that, having that, and then – the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Well. And, and just on that too, I've got a little bit of response, more of a responsibility now. Like literally a couple of hours ago, I had a young kid who's coming to the club. He's 21. Um, Adam, he's he's moved into my home. Your mentor. Um, yeah. So in a way, yeah. I, I've got 
it's not, it doesn't give me more responsibility, but um, you know, in a way, is if I can mentor the, him as much as you know and lead him in the right direction to hopefully fulfill his dreams and play in the NRL because he's obviously he's he's a Gold Coast kid and come down from Burley and moving into my house to do pre-season with us and yeah, good. Um, to see how he goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck. And yeah. thank you so much for joining us, mate. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, boys. Thank you. Good on you. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell.